Your favorite was a Vincent camper? No, a Vincent camper. A big tent camper? Thank you. I just couldn't hear. Fed ten camper. Great. Awesome. You got a yellow camera? I got a pink camera. I know. You have so much in common. You guys can connect after the worship time. <clears throat> we got this exploding kittens game for Christmas, and uh, I I love to play games. We also got this game called King Domino. It's a lot of fun. But when I read instructions on how to play games that come with the game, I'm often super lost. Like, they're using language I don't know. Like, I don't... They're presuming you know how to play the game to learn how to play the game. And it's super frustrating for me. So I often try to recruit Sharon to read the instructions and teach me how to play. But she she likes games like 2% of what I do. So there's something amazing that's happened, though, in the last few years with games that you learn how to play. There's actually... Yep. There's actually a video online where the person like undoes has the game in their hand and they're te- teaching you how to they're modeling how to do it the game for you super helpful for me and um, I don't know if I don't know if you're like this I'd much rather be shown how to do something than read how to do something and go do it now there's some of you who probably are like the opposite who like to read how to do something and then go do it so like each of us has a learning style that we probably are most comfortable with um, and I was thinking about this in terms of how do we learn how to see Jesus? Um, I, th- I think that there's, there's kind of a, there's this cultural sort of idea that one of the ways we learn to see Jesus is we like read about him, right? So uh, when I was a young man, I went to seminary, got full of like the like Bible and books and stuff and I listened to sermons online or on the, on the uh, radio kids ask your parents what the radio is when you go home uh like 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 i would just listen to these things and i would um sort of like learn about jesus and i hoped that accumulating this knowledge would help me see jesus uh today friends uh we have two people in our scripture anna and simeon in luke chapter two who were told saw jesus and they didn't see him because they had mdivs or because they uh, had perfect 20-20 vision. They were both really old. Uh, but they saw him because they were looking for him. They were seeking to see God. And so today, uh, in our text from Luke chapter 2, we see that God reveals himself to whom we least expect, through whom we least expect and when we least expect. To whom, through whom, and when we least expect. So let's look at Luke 2 today. Uh, One of the things that Simeon declares about Jesus is that uh, Jesus is going to be a a light uh, for a revelation to the Gentiles. He's going to be a... uh, uh, salvation that God has prepared for all the peoples is in verse 31 and 32. Um, he, he says that, that Jesus is going to be for the falling and rising of many in Israel and a sign that will be opposed. Opposed. Um, Jews were expecting salvation for Jews. Jews were expecting 
We've been oppressed, we've been exiled, we've been under uh, duress by these pagans for a long time. And when the Messiah comes, he will deliver us. He'll, he'll, he'll kick out the Romans and he'll set us up and we'll be important and we'll be special. Uh, but what we see Simeon declare here is that, that Jesus is not just going to be a Messiah for Israel. He's going to be a Messiah for everyone. Jesus is revealed to, uh, as a Messiah to everyone, not just to the chosen few, just to a few people. He's also revealed to men and women. Uh, this is really interesting. I think Luke's gospel in, his, in the birth narrative, like we get uh, Zechariah um, and Mary singing songs. We get Anna and singing. We get men and women declaring and seeing that Jesus is the Messiah. Friends, today we proclaim in, that in Jesus, God is with us. He's the light revealed in our dark world. Do we have faith to see him among us today? Because he is revealed. He's a Messiah for people we might not expect to Gentiles and women. Crazy. Second, uh, God is revealed through whom we least expect. The story of Mary and Joseph today is them bringing Jesus to be dedicated to the temple. Now, this is something that was instituted way back in the Old Testament. Here's, here's something kind of weird, you guys. Kids, uh, you can ask your parents about this when you go home too. Um, when, when, Israel, when Israel was called by Yahweh to be his people... There were lots of other people living in the world at the time who worshipped other gods. And many of those other religions, they worshipped their god by taking their firstborn child and sacrificing it to the god. So they would take deacon as a, as a newborn boy and they would offer deacon to god, but they would do that through by killing them. Right? And we see it in, in the Old Testament... When, when the prophets are calling Israel back to Yahweh, this is one of the things the prophets say. Israel, you are sacrificing your children in the high places. You're, you're killing your kids thinking you're worshiping Yahweh, but you're getting that from like Baal or Molech worship. Yeah? yeah? So one of the things that God did was say, okay, you can dedicate your children to me, but instead of sacrificing your kids, how about you sacrifice an animal instead? So there was still a dedication but the dedication now was symbolized by sacrificing animals. We see Mary and Joseph. They, uh, they took a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Um, we also see this in like circumcision. Like instead of like slaying the throat, you just cut off a foreskin. Like there's all kinds of ways that God was retraining Israel out of pagan worship into godly worship. Uh, but one of the things this tells us is that Mary and Joseph were devout, but also that they were dirt poor. Um, the people who did turtle doves and pigeons weren't, weren't the wealthy. They were, they were poor. And what we know about Joseph's trade was he was a, probably a tecton, which is a stonemason. And he worked in Galilee. So he probably worked for building a lot of the Roman colonies that were being built in Galilee. Hewing stone building stone they were not very wealthy jesus god is revealed through the poor through a poor couple
people who would be on Medicaid or living in Section 8 housing or on food stamps. Jesus, God has revealed to the Gentiles and women through the poor. Today we proclaim that Jesus is present. He's with us. He's a light into our dark world. Do we have faith to see the God who is revealed in Jesus today? Finally, he's revealed when we least expect. And we, we know this because uh, Luke tells us three times in this text. <clears throat> Listen to this. Verses 25, 26, 27. There was a man in Jerusalem. His name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, looking forward to the consolation of Israel. There's a whole sermon about consolation of Israel. We don't have time for that. And the Holy Spirit rested on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came to the temple. And when, he, when the parents brought child Jesus to do what for them was customary to law, Simeon took him in his arms. Do you notice the Holy Spirit presence? Three times, three verses. The, the win, the win of being seen, of seeing God, is directed and guided and inspired by God's Spirit. Simeon doesn't see Jesus because he has an MDiv or because he listened to plenty of Jeffrey Johnson in the early 2000s on Indianapolis radio. God bless him. No. He, see, he sees Jesus because he's waiting, he's seeking, and the Holy Spirit enables him to see. Do you see that? you see the difference? This is also highlighted by the fact that Anna and, Anna and Simeon were both told, I mean, we're given Anna's age. She's like 84, which is old, right? Um, even in our culture, that's considered elderly. But Simeon, uh, he says, okay, now, you can, now you've released me, God. I can die now, which isn't, isn't something a 28-year-old says typically. But it's typically someone who is, who is elderly. They say that after they've seen. So the, these, are, these are old people with... Uh, okay, I'm 41, and I can like barely make out faces when I take my, my glasses off, right? These are elderly people whose eyesight is failing. They aren't the movers and shakers and upcomers. But Jesus is revealed by the Holy Spirit through the poor that he's going to be for Gentiles and women to people with failing eyesight. Because they've been seeking God. They've been seeking God to see. Friends, today we proclaim that in Jesus, God is, is with us today. He's present. The incarnation, God's taking on flesh, but he's revealed to people we wouldn't expect, through people we wouldn't expect, and when we least expect it. Do we have faith to see that today? Is there a person in your life right now, friends, That, that maybe is someone who's a Gentile to you. Someone that, okay, God is for like all the people in this room and the people that are nice that we like, but not to this person. Not to this person. Right? I was at a Christmas party uh, a couple weeks ago and I was listening to, overhearing a conversation uh, in the other room and, uh, and it was obviously like, people that were celebrating Christmas and really excited about Christmas, but their conversation was about the people for that, that don't get Christmas and Christmas isn't for them. 
Do we have people in our life that we've decided Christmas isn't for you? Because our text today says Christmas is for them. God being with us, the light and the darkness is for them. Are we able to receive friends? Are we able to receive from the dishonorable, the despised, and the unworthy, the poor? Because Jesus is revealed for the Gentiles through the poor. He's still revealed through the poor today. You know, a lot of people talk about God's preferential treatment for the poor. I don't know if you've heard this phrase. God's preferential treatment for the poor. Um, it just means that like throughout the prophets and even in, in the gospels, we see Jesus saying, blessed are the poor. Right? And we, and, we, and we see the prophets saying, those of you who don't eat, you know what? Your bellies will be filled. Like, come, come, you who don't have food, come drink. Come to the rivers, come to the water, right? There's a sense in which, friends, as we are present with those outside of the power and the privilege of our culture, that God is present with us, that he is revealed. And can we remain expectant and ready when the Holy Spirit reveals God in our midst. This is a big deal for, uh, for me today, uh, personally today. Uh, like I said, I'm going to a, a friend's New Year's Eve gathering tonight. And uh, uh, honestly, it's always weird for a preacher to say honestly, because it implies that you haven't been honest uh, up till now. Uh, but no, honestly speaking, for me, it's just a party. Meaning, uh, these are great people. We're, our kids play together, but yeah, yeah. But I, but I don't have this expectant <laughs> hope that Jesus will be revealed tonight. It's just a party, right? It's just code names and uh, blue and blue moons. Like that's all it is, right? Um, but but so for me today, I need the good news. That God is with us and that the light wants to be revealed in the darkness because right in the midst of this party, Jesus is present. He's the light in the midst of the darkness. Christmas is still happening. Not just December 31st, but 2017. Friends, friends, where do you need to receive this good news that God is with you. What, what area of your life have you decided Christmas isn't for them? Who's the Gentile and the woman in your life? Right? Where, where is God waiting to meet you in the places of, of the poor, the despised, the dishonorable? People that maybe you don't want to hang out with or be with. And where do you need to call upon the Holy Spirit to help you see? For me, it's this party tonight. <laughs> like, frankly, it's this party tonight. God, I need you to help me see where you're working, how you're working, where you're present. So, friends, let's take a moment to respond to this. In your, uh, your booklet, you've got this prayer. <clears throat> Lord Jesus, into the darkness of blank, may we or may, may I behold your beautiful light. Help us to seek and find you right here. And then we'll say, Lord, in your mercy, and we'll respond with, hear our prayer.
Let's just take a moment to pray, uh, and then I'll close us.